Hello, people of the way. Uh, today is Communion Sunday. Communion Sunday. Just so you know, if you haven't listened for a while or if you're new, um, we do communion on the first Sunday of every month. So it just so happens that the Lord has us in um, uh, on Communion Sunday. And I have to say something before before we um, partake of this communion. If you don't have communion elements, you might have communion elements already. But if you do not have communion elements, go to the church website, contact us, and you know we'll we'll connect with you, and we can send you the elements. We can send you communion elements, and you can uh, you know, hit pause and you know stop this and listen to it when it arrives, or you can listen. Uh, uh, maybe it could be for next month. We do it on the first Sunday of every month. But it's very important that in these last days, for the bride of Christ, the bride to be of Christ, for the wise virgin to partake of communion. Very important because it's something we do until He comes. And it's something we'll continue doing until He comes. No matter how the enemy tries to stop us or to prevent it from happening. You know, right now we're in a period of time where churches can't gather in fellowship. But, you know, we'll find a way. We'll make a way. And so if you don't you do not have communion, you might have communion elements already. But if you don't, just go to the church website, contact us, and we'll get you the, the material that you need. We'll get you the, the, the communion elements. I also have to say, too, if you are not a Christian... Or if you are a lukewarm Christian, you're playing games with the Lord, communion is not for you. It's not for you. It's not for you yet. If that's you, if you're not a believer or if you're lukewarm and you're playing games with the Lord, you have to get right with God before you can partake of these elements. You have to be right with God. Your heart, your mind, your soul needs to be right with God. And that comes through Jesus Christ. A love relationship with Jesus Christ. So if that's you, if you're not a believer, what I want you to do is this. Hit pause. Not yet because I have to say what I got to say. But when I'm done what I got to say, hit pause. And when you do hit pause, what, what you, you, you listen to this uh, a message that is how to commit your life to Jesus Christ. And when you commit your life to Jesus Christ in that message, there's the sinner's prayer. You say the sinner's prayer. I mean, if you want to be a believer. I mean, it, it, I pray that you desire to be a believer. But, you know, judgment is coming. And so I like to tell people, get in the boat. Get in the ark, capital A, and that is Jesus Christ. Because judgment is coming. We see it. We saw all the things happening in the world. And, you know, even if the thing, even if we were further away from the events of the last days, I still want you to be a believer. But God loves you. He loves you. He desires to have oneness with you, a love relationship with you, to commune with you, to have intimacy with you. That's what He desires. And that only comes through Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through Him. No one comes to the Father except through Christ. Jesus, Son of the Most High. He takes your sin and He puts it on His Son. You see? So that you can be free. So that I can be free. Me today, I've, I've committed my life to Christ. You, you might not be a believer and you have not yet committed your life to Jesus Christ. And what I say, commit your life to Christ. Commit your life to Him because He loves you. The Creator of all things loves you. Now, if you're lukewarm and you're playing games with the Lord, say you believe, but you believe a little bit. You love the Lord, but you also love, you know, crack, pornography, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Cut it out. Go and sin no more. Just as He told the woman caught in adultery. Go and sin no more. Recommit your life to Jesus Christ. And let us all of us move on to perfection. So 
If that's the camp that you're in, if that's your station in life right now, you're not a believer or you're lukewarm and you want to commit your life to Christ or recommit your life to Jesus Christ, hit pause and listen to the message, how to, be, how to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And then when you're done, come back and listen. And if you don't have the elements, go to the church website, hit us up, and we'll send you the church elements. We'll mail them to you. We'll get them to you, but we'll send them to you. And so let's start here. So if you're playing games with the Lord, you're not a believer, this isn't for you. Yet, you have to be a believer. You have to commit your life to Jesus Christ or recommit your life to Jesus Christ. And then this is for the bride of Christ, the bride-to-be of Christ, because the bridegroom is coming. Not yet here, but the bridegroom is coming. In verse 23 of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, open up your Bible and turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. This is what Paul is teaching to... We're in our studies in Corinthians and in, in the book of Corinthians. We see the, the their state of youth in First Corinthians chapter one, two, three, four. Correction starts to come in five and six and seven. You start to see this understanding of Scripture, but you also see a little quickening what's happening in the church in Corinth. Because when Paul teaches inspired of the Spirit, you start to see the church it changes. Repentance comes and. You know, I venture to believe that people have left the church too. I mean, it breaks my heart to say that, but I venture to believe that people left the church because that's what truth does. That's what truth does. People have a choice to make. You know, Jesus Christ, he's the one who says, I did not come to bring peace. I came to divide. I came with the sword. Because remember, the wheat and the tares have to grow together. So... Until the harvest. And so here we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, which is, you know, several more chapters than where we are today. But you start to see a little different tone that Paul has. And now that you have Paul is able to speak on deeper, deeper spiritual matters. Now it's like, okay, here are the elements. Let's discuss the elements. Moving on to perfection. In verse 23, this is chapter 11, 1 Corinthians Verse 23, for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So we are a people of the new covenant. The old covenant, the law, the things written in the Old Testament. You know, we're studying. We studied Leviticus already. We're in Numbers. And we're going to get to Deuteronomy. But these things of the law. Jesus Christ says, I didn't come to do away with the law. I came to fulfill the law. And the prophets. And so what happens for you and me? We are abiders in Christ and we are abiding in the fulfillment of the law. And even passages in the law where the church, the Christian, the faithful bride is in itself a fulfillment of the law. Not that we go back to the law, but we abide in Christ, the fulfillment of the law. And this is the establishment of the new covenant, what happened in the upper room. When he says in verse 25, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This is no small thing. What we're partaking of communion, you know, I don't want you to get in a, in a state of mind where it's like, okay, you know, it's communion Sunday. You know, no, no big deal. It's a huge deal. 
a very, do you remember in our study on Wednesday when, you know, there was the, the hammered out metal that was placed as a covering on, on, on the altar and it's placed as a covering, but then at the same time, how the Lord says it's for them to remember as a memorial specifically so that they can remember. And such is the case with the communion. With communion Sunday, we will partake of the elements because this cup is the new covenant in my blood, he says. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So that we can remember. We are a people of the new covenant. So that we can remember the sacrifice of our Lord. Remember to honor him, to glorify him with our lives. That we are a living sacrifice. He is the living sacrifice that God gave to us. And we are, we are the living sacrifice that we present to the Lord. A burnt offering unto the Lord. You see? Just like the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Remember when the Lord says, you know, He says to Moses in Exodus 33, I'm not going to go with you guys. You guys go to the land of milk and honey, but I'm not going to be with you guys. Because if I go with you guys, I'm going to kill you. He says, you are a stiff-necked people. If I go with you, I'm going to kill you. And Moses intercedes as a type of Christ. And then the Lord says, okay, I'm going to go with you. Here's the third set of the Ten Commandments. Remember, Ten Commandments given three times. Orally, and then uh, 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 verbally, and then uh, 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 with the two tablets. The two tablets were destroyed with the golden calf. And then this next set of tablets is now given a third time. Remember when we started study in Leviticus and I made mention of, uh, um, you know, take notice of these things like the door, thirds, uh, third day, all these things that we take notice of because they're a shadow of the things to come. So the third set of tablets, the Lord says, okay, Moses interceded as a type of Christ. And then God says, okay, I'll be with you in the wilderness. Except here's the Ten Commandments again. Here's the two tablets again. But now there's sacrifice. See, that's Exodus 33 and 34. And it's so powerful because as a shadow of things to come, we ourselves, we partake of communion in remembrance of him, his sacrifice, the fulfillment of the, uh, of the law. And how beautiful it is to study these passages in the law and get a deeper understanding of sacrifice. To get a deeper understanding of the work of the Lord. Not going back to the law, not being seduced to go back to the law, but in our own walks to have this deeper understanding of, oh my goodness, I cannot believe what the Lord has done. How good is He? In verse 26, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till He comes. He is coming again soon. He is coming again. Verse 27, Therefore, Whoever, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. This is why I say at the beginning, this communion is not for you. If you're a non-believer or you're playing games with the Lord, this communion is not for you. It's for your protection. Because I want you to partake of the elements of the Lord in an unworthy manner. I want you to partake of the elements in a, in a manner that is worthy of the Lord. You see, this is the key. 
Because in verse 28, but let a man examine himself, let a man scrutinize himself to see whether a thing is genuine or not. That's how it exactly translates in the Greek, which is very important because as we have this understanding of the word of God and we continue to study in the word of God, you, me, all of us are people of the way. We have to examine our hearts, examine our minds. We have to. And in so doing, we examine, it's like, wow, you know what? I said this, I did this, that wasn't pleasing before the Lord. And I had to repent. And so you know what you do? You know what we do? We repent. You have to. We have to as a people of the way. And I have to say, you know, when we used to meet in corporate worship, like in in person before all these government shutdowns, before, you know, we used to have a, a moment where we'd have the message, where we'd study the word study these passages and then we'd have a moment of worship where we'd sing song unto the Lord and hymns and singing song unto the Lord and then you know people would repent in their hearts people would repent get right with the Lord before partaking of the elements but in this age of social distancing in this age of you know online church in this age of uh, separation If you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit and if you know in your heart of hearts that you need to get right with the Lord, all you have to do is hit pause. That's it. All you got to do is hit pause. And in your heart of hearts, you need to get right with the Lord. You need to repent. You need your heart to be right with the Lord. And when your heart is right with the Lord, then your heart is in a condition where you can partake of the elements. So at any time, any time in, in, in this communion message, You just hit pause, get your heart right with the Lord. And when your heart is right with the Lord, hit play and you resume and you listen. We have to examine ourselves. And Paul says, and so let a man eat of the bread and drink of the cup. We examine, we do the self-examination first and then we partake of the elements. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself. Judgment. It's a word that people don't like. We, We don't like these days that we live in. The word judgment, you know, people don't like to think about that. Don't judge me, don't judge me, don't judge me unless you be judged. All of a sudden, they're theologians when it comes to that. Don't judge me unless you be judged. They're theologians. But yet it is written, He who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. It's also something else that we don't like to do is discern. The age of no discernment. The last days, no discernment, not discerning the Lord's body. I love how these passages in chapter 11, you don't see passages like this in chapter 1, 1 Corinthians chapter 1. You don't see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5. Why? Because Paul has to address carnality. Paul has to address their state of being babies. And once he's addressed their state of being babies, presented them the choice to make to get right with the Lord now he gets to chapter 11 and starts discussing deeper matter for them to be right with the Lord this partaking of the elements this importance of discernment and partaking of the elements eating and drinking in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning the Lord's body for this reason many are weak and sick among you and many sleep translates as many have died many are dead Look at the weakness and sickness in the church today and even death. Not just in the church today, but 
we're going to look at passages where you see these things happen. It's a result of not discerning the Lord's body. Weakness and sickness in the body of Christ. You see? And when we exercise discernment, all of a sudden we start to become more spiritually fit, more spiritually capable, more spiritually able, not for works of the flesh, not for any boasting, but to be vessels of the Lord. But when we don't discern, it's not good. We have to exercise discernment. Paul says, for this reason, many are weak and sick among you and many sleep. So when I say, if, you, if you're a non-believer or if you're playing games with the Lord, communion isn't for you. It's not, oh, he's so hurtful. He says these things to hurt my feelings. No, I don't. I say to protect you. I don't want you to be weak. I don't want you to be sick. I don't want you to die. You see? For this reason, many are weak and sick among you and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged but when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord. We are disciplined by the Lord. We are trained and educated, instructed, and taught by the Lord. That's what happens in judgment. Not judgment like, you know, you're going to burn in hell, but judgment like, hey, wait a second. You know what? I, I have a choice to make. I mean, Paul is exercising judgment in our study in 1 Corinthians 5, 1 Corinthians 6, and he's not done. He's exercising judgment. Hey, you guys need to know these things. You guys need to learn these things. You, need, you guys need to understand these things and abide in them. And in so doing, abiding in Christ. We need to judge ourselves. Because we won't be judged. In verse 23, But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. You see? It's love. God sent His Son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. That the world through Christ, that the world through Jesus might be saved. It's love. Because, oh, condemnation, that's so mean, that's so mean. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come. Judgment is coming. But God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. You see? That whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God sent His Son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. You see? It's love. So what we do now, you have to take inventory. And I pray you have taken inventory. You might have hit pause. You have to get right with the Lord. And praise be to the Lord. Now... Let's partake of these elements. Let's listen here. What happens in verse 24? And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Now, let's take of the bread. In the same manner... He also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's take the cup. Hmm. 
before when we would partake of communion, we'd have a moment of prayer and corporate prayer. But in this state of separation that we're in right now, then never, ever, ever forget to be a person of prayer. Male, female, young, old, I really don't care. You might be super old, you might be super young. But to approach the throne of grace and bow before the throne of grace and seek the face of our Lord, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. The intimacy that you have with Jesus Christ. Don't let that break. Never let that break. The days are going to get darker and darker and darker and darker. But the remnant will get brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And that's what I pray for you and me, a people of the way. God bless you guys. Love you guys.